stress, we all deal with it. That's right, this week's topic on Youthology Live is dealing with stress in teenagers. Thank you for joining us again uh, for another youth ministry topic every single week. This week, let's talk about teenagers, stress, and depression, <laughs> right? Yeah, all of us face it, all of us deal with it, but when you look at the adolescent, this is something that is prevalent with them. We say things all the time like, children are resilient. They can handle the stress or abuse or the societal chaos and upheaval that's going on in our culture, right? But this is just not always true. I mean, everyone deals with their difficulties and their hardships and stress differently. Young people and teenagers are not always, as we say, better for the wear, or handle stress very well, or they're going to be okay, they're resilient. The statistics of stress-related stress harmful behaviors is plummeting in this generation. I, I want you to see some of these uh, statistics in this research that proves children and teens are not as resilient as we think especially when it comes to uh, at-risk behaviors, such as depression that leads to suicide. For example, if teens were so resilient to the chaos in society, then they wouldn't be showing increased signs of isolation, depression, suicide, anger, homelessness, and more prevalent today, identity issues. All of these kind of things are triggered by not handling or dealing with stress. Look at the facts. Teenagers have been affected socially, relationally, physically, and uh, even spiritually by stress because stress-related issues are real. The World Health Organization, the WHO, has reported these results of stress, uh, deep levels of stress in adolescence uh, bring these kind of things. Listen to these outcomes. Isolation, uncertainty, fear, indecision, and nervousness. Now, some of you are thinking, man, <laughs> I go through that every day. Well, we're talking about at-risk level behaviors. Here are four facts about stress that I wanna leave with you that will hopefully help you today. Listen, number one, stress increases if we don't deal with it. Just two years ago, the teenage population in mental health facilities was 19%. 19%. Today, the teenage population in mental health facilities is over 40%. That's insane. From 19% from to 40%, you would have thought that spending so much time in our homes over the last 18 months from this pandemic would have decreased stress. But what we've seen is an increase in stress in teenagers, seeing 40% of mental health facilities filled with adolescents. But you know what? Our homes are not healthy. And our students were placed into these stressful situations at home. They were removed from their friends. They were removed from their teams. They were removed from their classmates, their jobs and social interaction and placed in this vacuum of relationships that were so meaningful to them. 
now they're at home. Maybe they don't get along with parents. Maybe they're being raised, by, right? So one of the things we have to do is to deal with the home if we're gonna deal with stress. Because the stress that has been bringing uh, at-risk level behavior to teenagers has to stop. And I think it begins in the home. Listen, here's another fact. Our society mirrors our children. Think about this. Our society mirrors our children. Our children are the foundation of this nation. Healthy homes build healthy children who create healthy societies. Healthy homes build healthy children who create healthy societies. True? Listen, it's way easier to, to, to build healthy children than it is to fix broken adults. <laughs> Think about it this way. We wouldn't need counselors if children were resilient. We wouldn't need youth ministry and next-gen ministry if children were resilient that, because they wouldn't be broke and they wouldn't be depressed and they wouldn't be suicidal. They wouldn't be self-harming. All of these at-risk behaviors begin simply with a dramatic experience, a traumatic experience in the life of a teenager that causes stress that they cannot deal with, that turns into depression, and then ultimately suicide or some of these other at-risk behaviors that we, that we see, cutting, et cetera, right? So listen, we are not just raising a fatherless generation anymore. We are raising a fatherless, motherless, and siblingless generation that affects the well-being of teenagers. So we have to deal with the home and, and, and we, have to, we, have to crit, we have to understand how critical it is that the children we are raising are shaping society, okay? They are, they are, they are, they are the shapers, they are the mirror of society. Okay, hey, third fact, a teen's behavior is a response to a need. Okay, listen, a teen's behavior is not always their personality. It's not just, well, that kid's wild or whatever. Chronic and acute stress are one of the growing issues in teenagers uh, because they have a need. Chronic is cyclical. It's ongoing stress, right? Acute is a single event trauma. It's a need, something that's been going on. Triggers of success look like negative formative event in a life, food poverty, neglect, mental, physical, witnessed abuse, trauma of any kind, personal trauma, toxic or harmful relationships, and then ACE or adverse childhood experiences, identity crisis. All of these add uh, to, the, to, to the problem. All right, number four, early development is critical. We must develop students earlier. The earlier we intervene, the better chance we have of helping someone. Early detection, right? When you see these kind of things going on in a teenager, because early detection can bring um, a, a quicker response so that we can help a teenager who's in, in stress and it doesn't get to at-risk behavior. We have to train youth leaders to look for the early signs of stress so that they do not develop into the later signs of depression and suicide and a harmful behavior, okay? So like, uh, if you're going to stop at-risk behavior, we have, to, we have to detect 
the early signs of that behavior. We can stop at-risk behavior with early trait recognition, okay? Um, and when we, when we see that early trait recognition, then we bring in intervention. As a youth leader, what are the signs, right? So what do I do if I see these signs, right? Change in diet, sleep patterns, grades are dropping, you know, et cetera, all of that stuff. Let, let me identify these, um, these, some of these signs, right? Heart, heart disease. This is, stress brings heart disease. Stress brings violence. Stress brings risky behavior in a teenager. Mood swings, grades dropping, loss of milestones or purpose. Purpose. Um, isolation, as we mentioned earlier. Random schedule changes. Look for that. Social disengagement. Communicate. Listen, here, here's what we can do. Let me give you five simple steps. Communicate to a teen about the problem. Talk to them. Communication, communication, communication. Talking always helps. Talking brings hope. Talking brings process. When you talk, you help a teenager see that, it, that, that there's a process to this and there's, it's, this is not a dead end. Second, we need one solution to change the outlook of a teenager. You need to tell it you need to help a teenager see one win. Celebrate the smallest of wins to get their minds off that, that negative situation that just happened, that negative relationship or that chaos that just happened in their life, right? Breakup or what? parental issues, right? Simply, all you need to do is to get them speaking, get them talking, give them one win, celebrate a win. Because oftentimes that conversation could be the easiest way to curb stress that leads to depression and ultimately suicide. So recognize these signs, start the conversation, um, look at wins, celebrate a win. Because hear me, as a, as a youth leader, healthy youth leaders build healthy students who create healthy societies, who transform society. Just like healthy homes create healthy students who create healthy, healthy societies. It's the same with us as youth leaders. We are the critical relationship in teenagers in the middle of a stressful society. We are the critical relationship for teenagers in the middle of a stressful society. So help your students overcome these, these stressors with personal health right? Listen, personal growth, personal health begins with counselors and exercise and diet and rest, medication if needed, right? Listen, we as leaders have to be as healthy as we can so we can produce healthy youth ministry that produces healthy students. Because this is really important. They're going to end up in behavioral centers, wellness, because their wellness is not good. They're gonna end up being in uh, stressful situations and go through harm. If we are not setting an atmosphere for communication and talk and wins, and we are not stepping in and changing the setting that teenagers are in, we have to help them cope, right? We are the big, we are the copers, right?